Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 29 Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Syrian like a wild young ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare, and in his temple all say, Glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. First Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived what the Lord was calling that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make both ears of anyone who hears it tingle. On that day I will fulfill against Eli and all, all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to punish his house forever, for the iniquity that he knew, because his sons were blaspheming God, and he did not restrain them. Therefore I swear to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be expiated by sacrifice or offering forever. Samuel lay there until morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. But Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. He said, Here I am. Eli said, What is it that he told you? Do not hide it from me. May God do 
so to you, and more also if you hide anything from me of all that he told you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. Then he said, It is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him and let none of his friends fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel was a trustworthy prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Acts chapter 9, verses 10 through 19. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, he answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight. At the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. At this moment he is praying, and he has seen a vision, seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. Ben Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who invoke your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is an instrument whom I have chosen to bring my name before the Gentiles and kings and before the people of Israel. I myself will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias went and entered the house. He laid his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. It is the morning, but I wouldn't call it good. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Imesville, Maryland. Uh, this morning's readings um, uh, come from Psalm 29, 1 Samuel 3, and Acts 9. The readings aren't all that important. Um, uh, last night, um, the Capitol was, there was a riot in the Capitol, um, depending how you see it. It was insurrection or um, a breach or I fill in the blank. Um, and apart from whatever political ideology people subscribe to, there's a woman who was shot and killed by law enforcement. Um, uh, I, I don't know if I need to mention her name. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashley ba- Babbitt was an Air Force veteran and a supporter of Trump who was on Capitol grounds. I don't know exactly where in the Capitol, but it looked like it was just right outside the chamber. Um, I don't know if the Senate or House, but um, there was pictures available last night of uh, armed security detail. Um, they weren't uniformed. I imagine they were Secret Service or something like it or marshals or something, um, aiming their weapons at a door uh, with a broken window. And there was video posted last night. Um, it appears like it was coming from that same location, just outside one of the two chambers. And um, it's pretty bad. Um, they fired a shot. They then immediately told them, the 
protesters, look, you need to make a hole so we can call paramedics. Paramedics won't come if uh, if it's unruly. And um, someone in the crowd said, you know, it doesn't matter, she's gone, which is something I remember hearing when I was in combat. Like, we don't have time. Uh, there's other things that are important to, to do. And... Um, yeah, it was, it's really disturbing. Um, watching, I, I didn't quite realize, I knew the, the capital had been put on lockdown, but I didn't, uh, Laura told me about something that didn't really, really dawn on me what was going on until, I don't know, seven, six or seven or something. And watching the video, uh, even from a distance, um, uh, I had the same feeling as when I watched a newly formed terrorist group called ISIS go through several towns in Iraq, many of which I had um, been stationed in briefly to train Iraqi forces. Um, I watched video of, of ISIS go through and murder people in uniforms that were supplied to them by the United States military. Um, this feeling of helplessness, of like despair that you know, is this is this what we fought for? What happens to the meaning of our service if this is the lengths to which, you know, some people will go? Um, I don't really want to soapbox very much, but I did want to recognize the gravity of what's happened. Um, the capital has not been breached by hostile forces since 1814. Um the Confederate flag never reached there during the entire length of the Civil War. And there's a picture of a civilian uh, parading through the United States Capitol with the Confederate flag. Um, and uh, a woman was shot and killed. Other people died of injuries or medical emergencies. I'm not sure what they are, but, um, I mean, this morning... And last night, as Congress reconvened after the the crowd uh, was forced out, there was blood, an American's blood, on the floor of the United States Capitol. Um, and that seems to be significant. Um, and that it was an Air Force veteran, and not you know, uh, not someone that the mainstream wants to. Um, normalize. She was a an avid Trump supporter, QAnon supporter, um, talked openly about the storm, which apparently is like uh, executing Trump's rivals, like some insane stuff. Um, but as uh, an Air Force veteran, and given my um, kind of commitments and convictions, like that's important. Um, she believed some lies, uh, but that doesn't mean that she deserved to die, which of course is what you see all over Twitter. Um, so this morning, um, something has changed. Uh, it feels like a 9-11. Um, we don't know what exactly yet. Um, both chambers of Congress and the executive branch are held by Democrats, and we'll see what that means that was just announced yesterday afternoon. Um, and there's still 
two weeks or so, just under two weeks, uh, in which the the current administration um, will remain. President Trump, uh, the morning of, had encouraged his followers to fight. Um, and, uh, you know, it's one thing to, to be passive and allow Americans to die um, during the pandemic, during, you know, uh, natural disasters. It's another to tell people who believe in you to go fight, to, you know, for them to do that, and then even one of them to be shot dead by, you know, duly authorized law enforcement agent doing his job or her job. May have been a woman, I don't know. Um, and so it feels like a particularly dark day. I know that a lot of people will probably be hearing that. I don't want to overemphasize it, but I also didn't want to look away. Um, Ashley Babbitt um, was, you know, no no different than anybody else. Um, she served her country, and she believed stuff that was unbelievable. Um, but anybody could, um, and it's um, it's especially heartbreaking that it, she was a veteran. Um, who spent something like 14 years in the military. Um, and, yeah, I think that's especially heartbreaking for the military community. Um, we certainly like to, um, I don't know, throw stones or, you know, we, we like to rib one another, but um, I really hope that the military community um, recognizes the loss of one of its own um, regardless of what her beliefs were, um, she is responsible for what she did, but that doesn't make it that doesn't make it okay. And it's certainly still incredibly sad um, that all of this has happened. A prayer for the time of death from the Book of Common Prayer. Into your hands, O merciful Savior. We commend your servant Ashley. Acknowledge, we humbly beseech you, a sheep of your own fold, a lamb of your own flock, a sinner of your own redeeming. Receive her into the arms of your mercy, into the blessed rest of everlasting peace, into the glorious company of the saints in light. May your soul and the souls of all departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, Always family. Semper Familia.